Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today on Monday, the 12th of September. So the Conservative Party of Canada has a new leader. Okay, well, they had a new leader a while ago with Aaron O'Toole and a few years before that with Andrew Scheer. And both won the popular vote in the federal election, but couldn't crack Ontario to win seats. Can they this time around? It's a good question. I'll give you my thoughts on the weekend that was for Pierre Polyev, what his win says and may not say coming up in this segment right here on Toronto Today. Let me start here. Uh, I don't know whether the coronation of Pierre Polyev is similar to the coronation, which is coming, of King Charles III, but I know this. One can have a lot more of an impact on your daily lives than the other. I understand the emotion about the Queen. Uh, I watched a little bit of it yesterday. It was with some older relatives, older friends, the queen really means something to them. And I, I admire her steadfastness. I admire her rigidity. We're seeing stories this morning uh, that King Charles even told Harry. This is now out there. We wondered about this Friday morning. It wasn't right. That's the quote. It wasn't right for Meghan Markle to come to Balmoral to see the queen before she died. And Charles is right. He's trying to protect his mother. So, you know, in her dying hours, seeing somebody that smeared the name of the royal family and every senior person associated with it all over the television screen and the Internet a year and a half ago. It, after seven decades of being a monarch, going through world wars and meeting with world leaders. Nah, Charles, Charles understands. Charles gets it. So I think about that when I think about the transition at the conservative party leadership top to Pierre Polyev is an expected outcome. I was really surprised. I'm surprised some people were surprised and said they were surprised on television Saturday night. He got 68% of the votes, but that doesn't quite indicate the dominance of Pierre Polyev walking into that convention hall in Ottawa, rather, rather muted. They had to tone it down a bit. There weren't a lot of balloons. There weren't a lot of rock bands. There was some long rock instrumental that's probably like track 13 on a cd that they played when he won and went up on stage okay um wasn't track one or two i know that much but either way the actual vote really indicated unity with the conservative party of canada and they haven't had a lot of that so whether or not you think pierre polyev is going to be the next prime minister he's got more of a shot and that's on two fronts than either guy previous to him had andrew Shear was a social conservative trying to pretend he wasn't a social conservative. And Aaron O'Toole tried to move to the middle. Remember where the middle is? That's where most of us actually are. That's where most of us actually buy in and say, this is what I am. I'm not a rigid ideologue. I move as the times change. I realize when I'm wrong about something and I reevaluate and I evolve and I try and correct it. That's where most of us end up being. But it feels like to us, political parties don't sense that. They don't sense we have we have some element of pending free agency to our political transactions. You and me and everybody else that gets up and works for a living in the city of Toronto. Everybody understands that. There are some people that are dyed in the wool red, dyed in the wool blue, dyed in the wool light brown or whatever the NDP are. It's kind of a kind of a dark orange, really. It's not a burnt orange, but it's kind of a it's different. Either way, this is the most unified this party's been since Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper got only, and I say only, even though it was a resounding two-vote um, you know, two scenario when he won leadership over Belinda Stronach, 
He ended up uh, with 68% of votes cast and got 56.2% of the points. So that took one ballot also. But he won on two fronts over Belinda Stronach, the candidate at the time. Well, Polyev's win even more resounding. Now, does that mean Pierre Polyev has the football on the tee to be a three-term prime minister? I don't think so. I think a lot of work needs to be done between then and now. But remember as well, you can say, well, Justin Trudeau took care of Andrew Scheer and he took care of Aaron O'Toole and he took care of Stephen Harper in the first place. Asking someone to win four elections in a row in this era and with what's going on the last couple of years is going to be a tall ask. Liberals are watching this really closely. And yes, I he, nothing tells you our media is more out of control, divided, and not listening to people like you, me, and other people. You might say, Brady, you're in the media. Look, I'm, I know the difference between uh, a column that says, Justin Trudeau's finished, and a column that says, Justin Trudeau will win again because people won't vote for Pierre Polyev. Well, either somebody's going to be right. Somebody's going to be right. But to say you know right now, to say you could have predicted Polyev's ascension three years ago, which no one was doing. Nobody was doing that three years ago when Aaron O'Toole comfortably edged out Peter McKay to become party leader. If you told me Aaron O'Toole would only last one election, I wouldn't have believed you. If you told people in 2018, Andrew Scheer would only last one election, nobody would believe you. This is the line Pierre Polyev, of course, came to prominence with with Justin Trudeau about the Wee scandal. Prime Minister, nobody believes you. That was said quite a bit. Let me play you what Pierre Polyev said about housing last uh, on Saturday night amongst his speech. Now, tell me again how this doesn't connect with people struggling right now. Tell me again uh, that Pierre courts the right. Well, I don't love everybody he talks to, and I don't love some of the messaging, and I got no time for World Economic Forum BS. I got, you know, you got kids to feed. You got college to pay for. You got a house to buy. You got rent to collect from tenants. You don't care about all that stuff. You care about the basics and the meat and potatoes. And Pierre Polyev laid a lot of those meat and potatoes out on the plate on Saturday night. We need to restore the hope of home ownership. Right now, youth and newcomers can't get a home because local government gatekeepers block housing with heavy fees and long delays for building permits leaving us with the fewest houses per capita of any country in the G7, even though we have the most land to build on. A poly of government will require big cities that want federal infrastructure money to speed up and lower the cost of permits to and to approve affordable housing around all transit stations so that our young people can live there and don't even need to afford a car. We, we will also... We'll sell off 15% of the underutilized 37,000 federal buildings to turn them into housing and use the proceeds of sale to reduce our deficit. In other words, stop printing money, start building homes for our people. And tell me how that doesn't connect, because that's been the message. Tell me how he doesn't want to take away infrastructure from your existence, and that isn't connecting with normal Canadians. Now, I'll say it again. I've made the point 20 times on this show. He has a lot of work to do. The Liberals won 78 seats in Ontario a year ago at this time. The Conservatives won 37. It's a huge thing to make up. The Conservatives probably have to get to 50. They don't have to win more seats than the Liberals in Ontario, but they have to win more than they're winning. The last three elections is the point. 
But Polyev's message, and he's going to hammer away and hammer away and hammer away, is going to be, and he doesn't have to prove he can do it. All he needs to tell you, and he doesn't have to prove he'd be doing any better in the last two years. All he needs to do is touch your head or touch your heart and tell you what's been wrong the last three years, like he does right here. And there are people in this country who are just hanging on by a thread. These are citizens of our country. We are their servants. We owe them hope. They don't need a government that sneers at them, looks down on them, calls them names. They don't need a government to run their lives. They need a government that can run a passport office. That's it. That's it. Are you getting your student loans? Are you getting your passport? Can you travel? Can you get on a train? What do you have to do to do those particular things? All those things are what's going to generate somebody marking an X next to your name next time out. And maybe this is a year away and maybe this is two and a half years away. But what happens? What happens when the Trudeau liberals don't have an answer? What happens when the train comes for them? I don't know if it's next election, but I know this. Pierre Polyev isn't a one election candidate. This isn't Andrew Scheer and this isn't Aaron O'Toole. And if that NDP deal and that NDP support gets even just a little slippery on that rope, then I think you know who the next prime minister is, whether you like it or not.